This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're going to continue to speak about a very interesting subject, and that is, the Chazal tell us on the Pasuk that Yitzchak and Yishmael buried Avraham. Why does it say Yitzchak first? After all, Yishmael did Shuva. This shows that Yishmael um, isn't... Uh, why does it say that Yitzchak went before Yishmael? Wasn't Yishmael older? This indicates that Yishmael did Shuva, and he allowed Yitzchak to go first. And this is a teaching that we're all familiar with, that Yishmael did Shuva. Avram Avinu was promised that he would die b'seva Taiva, and he was promised that Yishmael would do Shuva. The uh, Meshachachma says that the repentance of Yishmael seems to indicate that in the end of days that the Yishmaelim will uh, repent and do tshuva. We pointed out that this teaching, that Yishmael will do tshuva, seems to be at odds with the Gemara and Sanhedrin that says that a father cannot save his son. Avraham's righteousness cannot save Yishmael. So the Achroinim ask. The Taras Chaim asks, what do you mean Avraham's righteousness cannot save Yishmael? After all, Yishmael did tshuva. Why would Avraham need to save Yishmael? So, the answer is that, um, and, and what we said was, well, it's not simple that Yishmael did tshuva. Perhaps not everybody, um, not every Gemara and Shas, not... Perhaps it's a matter of dispute whether Yishmael did Shuva, meaning it's not unanimously held. It's machloikas in various Gemaras, whether Yishmael did Shuva. And accordingly, if Yishmael did not do Shuva, then there's no pre-enactment and the end of days that the Yishmaelim will do Shuva. And we offered a possibility that maybe there'll be two pathways that are open to Yishmael in the end of days, and if they choose to repent, they can have tikkun through their connection to the Jewish people. Otherwise, they will not, um, they will not, there will not be a remnant. We also discussed the possibility that if Yishmael did tshuva, does that mean he was Jewish? Because only Jewish people are able to do tshuva. Last week we discussed the possibility that Yishmael's tshuva doesn't mean repentance or doesn't mean conversion. Maybe it means that Yishmael converted. Okay, I want to bring in another Gemara, which may be at odds with the notion that Yishmael did Shuva. Because in Parshas Chaye Sarah it says, Ve'ela shnei Chaye Yishmael, Ma'as shana, u'shloishim shana, v'sheva shanim, v'yigva v'yamas, v'yeyasaf These are the years of the life of Yishmael. A hundred years, thirty years, seven years, he expired and he died, and he was gathered unto his people. And the Gemara and Megillah asks, uh, What? Yeah. So the Gemara asks, Why does it count the years of Yishmael? Lama Yishmael, says the Gemara and Megillah, in order to uh, calculate the years of Yaakov Avinu. Rashi explains, What's the Gemara's question? Why doesn't it count? Why does it count the years of Yishmael? Isn't it of historic importance? How long Yishmael lived? Why is the Gemara troubled? Why are we counting the years of Yishmael? Says Rashi. Um, Lama 
Why does it count the years of the wicked? So the Marsha is bothered. What do you mean, why does it count the years of the wicked? Yishmael wasn't wicked. Don't we say that Yishmael did Shuva? You hear? The Gemara asks, why does the Gemara, the Gemara asks, why does the Torah count the years of Yishmael? Rashi explains that what the Gemara is bothered by is, why count the years of a Russia? So the Marsha asks, what do you mean? Yishmael wasn't a Russia. He did Shuva. So the Marsha answers, well, yes, he did Shuva, but he was a Russia to begin with, so therefore it's not fitting to count all of his years, if not for the fact that there's something we learn from it, namely the years of the life of Yaakov Avinu. But again, the Marsha is asking that why is the Gemara troubled? Why should we count Yishmael's years if he was a Russia? But Yishmael did Shuva. Answers the Marsha, Yishmael's Shuva only works from the time he did Shuva and on, but it doesn't work retroactively. His Shuva is not going to make all of his years righteous years, so therefore we're still bothered. Why count the years of Yishmael? In other words, the Marsha seems to be learning that the Shuva of Yishmael only works from here and on. But interestingly, the Tureyeven, the Shagis um also asks this question. That Rashi says what the Gemara is troubled by is why count the years of the wicked? Ask the Shagis what do you mean why count the years of the wicked? The Gemara in Baba Basra says, Yishmael did Shuva. And we learn it out from this very Pasuk that says, Vayigva Vayamas. Vayigva Vayamas. That whenever it says Gvia, it's referring to the death of the Tzaddikim. So why is Rashi making Yishmael, uh, who's a tzaddik, and did tshuva or rasha. Don't we say, And the Shagasariya doesn't want to say like the Marsha, that the tshuva doesn't work retroactively. Of course tshuva works retroactively. So the Shagasariya seems to be saying that the Sugya Megillah is at odds with the Sugya in, in Baba Basra. Meaning, it seems like this Gemara is maintaining Yishmael did not do tshuva. Because if he did tshuva, what's the Gemara asking? Why are we counting the years of Yishmael? We're counting his years because he's a tzaddik. Says the Shagasari, if you would have asked me, I would not have learned the Gemara like Rashi. I would have learned the Gemara that this is what the Gemara is bothered by. Why count the years of Yishmael, even the years of tzaddikim? Very often the Torah doesn't count. We don't know how long any of the Shvatim lived. The Chumash doesn't record how long the Shvatim lived. Even though it says the years of Yosef and Levi, those are for specific reasons. But without a specific reason, the Torah doesn't say how long someone lived. So therefore, why do we need to know how long Yishmael lived? And the answer is, it's to be able to uh, <coughs> have a, a clear record of what Yaakov Avinu did in his lifetime. But again, the Marsha, when he asks, that how do we reconcile the Gemara's kasha with the fact that Yishmael did Shuvah? The Marsha says the two Gemaras are reconcilable. That in fact Yishmael did Shuvah, but the Gemara still asks, why count the years of Yishmael? <clears throat> because his Shuvah will not retroactively render him a tzaddik.
And the Shagis says, no. If Yishmael did tshuva, of course his tshuva will retroactively render him a tzaddik. So, again, what I'm pointing out is, it's not clear that all Gemaras and Shas maintain that Yishmael did tshuva. You see from the Shagas Aryeh that he holds that the Gemara Megillah seems to be the way Rashi is learning, at odds with the Gemara in Baba Basra. Now, <clears throat> I want to share with you a Sfarno. I actually saw this in an article that uh, they wrote from the um, a shmuz given by Rebellia Brudni regarding what is the core of the matter of whether Yishmael did or did not do tshuva. The Svarno says on the Pazik, <coughs> para adam. The word para means a donkey. Para adam, he will be a donkey of a man. Says the Svarno, Amar chamar He will be a donkey by his nature. Mitzad ha'im ha'mitzras. He'll be a donkey by his nature because uh, that donkey nature comes from his mother, who is Egyptian. And we know about Mitzrayim, Kamral Mitzrim, Asher Basar Chamoyim Basaram, that the flesh of donkeys is their flesh. Chamor <coughs> Habar, and that he will be like a wild donkey. Bamidbar. In the fact that he dwells in a desert, Kamra, like they say, Vayigdal Vayisha Bamidbar. And he, <coughs> and he developed, and he resided in the desert. But Veshiya Adam, <coughs> but he's man mitzad aviv, from his father, Avra, from his father Avraham. Ka'amram zal like Chazal say sha'asa Yishmael tshuva Yishmael repented. So it sounds like you know Yishmael has this dichotomy in him. On the one hand, from his mother. He's a donkey. His mother's from Mitzrayim. On the other hand, from his father's side, he's a man. And therefore he's able to do tshuva. The Svarno is identifying that Yishmael's ability to do tshuva is sourced in the good qualities he has from Abraham. His wild side, and so to speak his inability to do tshuva, stems from his mother. That his mother was uh, from Mitzrayim. So anyway, this is uh, like further analysis on the topic of Yishmael's tshuva. Again, like I mentioned, in, in Baba Basra it says he did tshuva. In Sanhedrin, it says Avraham can't save him. You know, how are those Gemaras reconcilable? Is it a contradiction? The Gemara Megillah also seems to imply he didn't do tshuva, because the Gemara is bothered, why does it record his life? Um... And then, something interesting that caught my eye, that Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman is bothered that how do you reconcile the prophecy that Yishmael will be a wild donkey with the teaching of Chazal that he did tshuva? So is he a wild donkey? Or did he repent? <coughs> So Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman says, it's not a contradiction. You could be a repentant wild donkey. 
Meaning the fact that you're religious and observant and punctilious in mitzvahs does not mean you're still not a wild donkey. And in fact, in, there's a Sefer Chakima de Yudai where Baron Leib Steinman explained that he said, from here we see it's not a stira to be a Baal Tshuva and a wild donkey. He says, says Baron Leib, there are people, there are Charedim, they are very religious and they're still wild donkeys. So it's not a contradiction whatsoever. So in other words, this gives us another perspective. In other words, the fact that Yishmael did tshuva does not, does not mean <laughs> that he's not wild and unruly and unbridled and um, aggressive and dangerous. What do you mean he did tshuva? Avada he did tshuva. He's, he's fulfilling every diktuk bahalacha. But that doesn't mean he's not, um, he's not a threat and a danger to existence. So that's just an interesting perspective. And uh, hopefully this gives us you know, further insight into uh, Yishmael. And actually, we're, uh, I'm trying to put together a small sefer in Hebrew on uh, Galus Yishmael. And I really hope Mashiach comes before we're done. Okay, Rabbi Isai, <laughs> we'll see everyone tonight, 8.30. It might be like the grand finale on this subject. Tonight I want to talk about um, the danger of the union of Esau and Yishmael and how Yaakov Avinu could overcome it. So that will be in, uh, the grand finale of it. And please join us tonight at 8.30. Okay, have a good, good day everyone. Bracha v'atzlacha. Also, if you want, you could join us today at 5.30 p.m. for Tzipi Sol Yeshua. It's what? Recording in progress. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.